You've been recently invited over somebody's house, maybe someone from your local parish community, and it's an evening meal. You drive into the neighborhood, and one of the first things you notice when you drive up into the house is that the porch light is on. This is the first sign to you that this other family is expecting you. They turn the porch light on for you so that you would feel welcome. So you go into the house, you're warmly welcomed, and there's this delicious, flavorful meal that's been prepared for you. This is the second sign that, of, of welcome, that this family has taken time to get ready to assemble a delicious meal for you to enjoy with them. These are the two signs that our Lord talked about today in our gospel reading. He talked about flavor, about salt. You know, if, it's, if something's not flavorful, if your life is not flavorful, then what good is it, our Lord says, if it's not helpful to others in some way? He said the second symbol was light. He said a light is made to give light to others. So he said it so that everybody can see in the house. Your life in Christ is made to give light to others. And if it's not giving light, our Lord says, no, what good is it? So he says, you should let your light shine before all men in these ways, giving light and flavor, the light and flavor of Christ through your life to others. A few weeks ago, I preached a homily that I titled Radical Hospitality. Now, in that homily, I talked about how sin separates us and the reason that Christ came was to bring us back together, to invite us back into the presence of God, that hospitality and welcoming others into the family of God is at the very heart of the gospel and the reason why our Lord came. You might think of that as hospitality, radical hospitality, part one. Uh, it was especially focused on being hospitable and welcoming here at the local community, the local church. Today is, hosp is Radical Hospitality Part 2. So I'd like to challenge you to advance in this virtue of welcoming others into your life and taking it outside the parish and into your home to grow in this virtue by being hospitable at your house. Back in the 1960s, all of our bishops got together in what is called the Second Vatican Council. So all the leaders of the church. And out of that council, they brought this, this old term that was very common in the early church, but they brought it back to light, this old custom, this old practice. It was called ecclesia domestica. So ecclesia, meaning church, and domestica, meaning the home. So the domestic church. This is the idea that, you know, they, they talked about that it's in the home, this domestic church, that children first, uh, you know, learn about our Lord, learn about the church. But it's not just children that learn first about Christ in the home, in these ecclesia domesticas, but other people as well, couples without children who invite others into their home to be able to experience Christ through them, or single people who invite people into their home. This is all ecclesia domesticas. It's the idea that your home is to be an extension of the church. 
So in, in that, here at the church, you know, we get, we're constantly trying to gather people together, welcoming them into the family of God. So also at your home, as an ecclesia domestica, if it's functioning properly, like it's designed, is a place of gathering. Gathering others, allowing them to experience the light and the flavor of Christ. The home, the ecclesia domestica, is the place where many people first experience that light, that flavor. Think about, you know, in Radical Hospitality 1, what I preached a few weeks ago, I talked about how it was through the Holy Family that the shepherds got to experience Christ because of their welcome, because of their hospitality. And they welcome these guys in the middle of the night. If someone comes knocking on your door in the middle of the night, it might be a challenging time to show hospitality, right? Kind of a little bit intimidating. But the, hospita- but the Holy Family gives us this radical example of hospitality. And then they welcomed strangers, uh, not just strangers, but foreigners in the wise men. Remember the Magi that came to visit them from far off lands? They probably spoke different languages than them. Yet they welcomed them into their home. And those men as well got to experience Christ. They got to experience the light and flavor of Christ because of this radical welcome of the Holy Family. I was reading in Mark chapter 2, a time when our Lord was at home. He was at his home. But it wasn't just him, because he carried on this tradition of hospitality. He was welcoming others into his house. Yet our Lord, he, he, he goes all the way in what he does. And so he wasn't just welcoming one or two or three people. He welcomed so many people into his home that there was barely any room to get in. It was like wall-to-wall people who were all crammed into this home, into his home. In fact, there was so many people crammed in there that these four guys came along. They had a friend of theirs who was paralyzed who they wanted to bring to Jesus. And so they, they hacked a hole into this home, the, the roof of the home that our Lord was staying in in order to lower this man down to our Lord. That's kind of the, the cost of, of being hospitable, right? Sometimes you have people over and they do stuff to your house. So that's okay though. So this is, this is the example that our Lord gives that we see in the scripture of hospitality, of shining forth that light of being in an ecclesia domestica, a domestic church. You know, in early, in Roman times, it was the custom normally when you invite people over your home, you would invite people of the same class as you. But Christians, these people who are living out these, these ecclesia domesticas, these domestic churches, they were different than, than, you know, regular Romans. They invited not just people of the same class, they invited everybody. The poor, the rich, the good, the bad, whether you could repay them or not, they would invite you to their home to experience uh, you know, good food and the light and flavor of Christ. This is one of the reasons why the early church grew so rapidly. It was because of this idea of ecclesia domestica, of being light and salt, flavor and goodness, that people could experience Christ there at your home. And so I I would encourage you to consider how you, in your home, can grow in this way, being what you really are as a Christian, and that your home can be an ecclesia domestica. You, know, you might start by, you know, an easy baby step would be to be willing to accept the hospitality of others, going into other people's homes and seeing how they do it, and beginning to learn and grow in this art of hospitality. I know some people are a little bit... Uh, hesitant to do this, a little shy maybe, 
well, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a homebody. I don't really like to go over other people's houses. I'm not really a very good conversationalist. And, you know, and I have all these like little things that I, that I do eat and that I don't eat. And I don't know, they might serve something that I can't eat or might, I might have some sort of reaction to, or, you know, it just would put me like in a really awkward situation. And I just, I'm a homebody. I know I, I, I stay home. Well, perhaps uh, the Lord is speaking to you today through this homily. He's calling you to stretch yourself a little bit. Remember when our Lord first sent out the disciples? The first time he sent them out, he said, go and do not take any provisions. Take no bag. In other words, he was expecting them to accept the hospitality of others. And this surely was a little bit uncomfortable at times, a little bit awkward, but this was the expectation of our Lord. You know, you might think if, if it's difficult for you to experience others' hospitality, uh, you know, think of the awkwardness of our Lord, you know, up on the cross, there naked in front of everybody. Probably a little awkward, right? So, but this is the model for us that we are willing to go into some maybe a little bit difficult, uncomfortable situations. You know, our Lord often accepted you know, hospitality. This is the example that he gave. We read about him going over the house of Mary and Martha and Lazarus, about him going to Zacchaeus's house and Matthew's house and uh, tax collector's house and Pharisee's houses. He was showing us, modeling, being willing to go to others' houses. So this is a great place to start if you're going to be growing in this virtue of hospitality. Uh, and being who you are, being an ecclesia domestica, a domestic church, start by accepting the hospitality of others. And once you begin gaining a little confidence, this is the time to begin inviting others to your home. You know, you might begin to prepare by cleaning things up a little bit. And uh, this doesn't have to be perfect. You know, don't let your pride stop you from inviting overs, others over because you don't have a perfect house and perfectly clean. But do what you can. You know, make space, maybe declutter a little bit. Okay, that's, that, that's a good thing to start with. And then the harder part is decluttering your calendar, making space in your calendar. It's really easy in our calendars to simply use our time mostly for us. You know, you're, of course, you got to go to work and you got to, uh, you know, do all these other things. But, uh, you know, pretty soon before you know it, it's like sports and projects around the house and maybe you're furthering your career and doing extra studies and all these different things, which are, they're all good things, right? But they can quickly eat up the calendar. So it's important to prayerfully take time to begin making openings, making space for others in your calendar. They can come over. And then who do you invite? You know, who do you, who do you bring on over? Uh, you could start by inviting people, you know, here at your local parish community. You're already getting to know them a little bit. So this makes it a little bit easier, a little less risky and inviting them into your home. That's a great place to start. It helps to build up the people of God, helps to form good, strong links within the body of Christ, within the family. It helps to strengthen our family ties. That's good. Great place to start. As you gain more confidence, I would encourage you, if you really want to advance as an ecclesia domestica, then consider inviting non-Christians. Consider inviting people that you don't know, strangers even, into your home. You know, think about these, we have in Scripture these three premier examples 
a people who invited strangers into their home and unwittingly hosted God himself. Think about Abraham. Remember, Abraham had these three men, these three strange men that came to him, and he invited them and and cooked a meal for them into his home. Found out that this was not three men, that this was two angels and God that he hosted, Abraham hosted. Consider the Samaritan woman. Remember the Samaritan woman at the well who welcomed our Lord into her town? She didn't know who he was. She welcomed him. She pulled up some water out of the well for him, showed him hospitality, and unwittingly, unknowingly hosted God himself, God the Son, the second person of the Trinity, there in her town. And think about our Lord's teaching himself. He said that whatever you do to the least of these, you do to me. When you welcome a person, you know, feed a person, give a person a drink, you're actually welcoming me. Whatever you do to the least of these, you do to me. The third example of unwittingly hosting God himself. Hebrews 13, 2, I think it is, it says, do not forget to entertain or do not forget to show hospitality to strangers. For by, by doing so, some have even entertained angels, beings from beyond. Uh, this, this, this teaching of, of, so if you really want to advance in this skill of hospitality, being in an ecclesia domestica, consider even inviting strangers into your home. So this is what our Lord was talking about when he said, let your light so shine before men. Offer them good and flavorful food, salts, which is meant to be shared. Good food is meant to be shared with others. It's a time of rejoicing. And also the light of Christ. May people experience this there in your home. You are the salt of the earth, the light of the world. Your home is is one of the first places that many people will experience Christ, your home as an ecclesia domestica. So consider growing in this virtue. Accept the hospitality of others to get started and then work on making your home a place of hospitality, clearing your schedule, inviting them into your life. And you've started by being hospitable and welcoming here at the local community. Now extend it, grow in this virtue, exercise it, in your home, uh, that your home, your if you're a Christian, your ecclesia domestica may be evermore what it already is, a place where people can experience the flavor, the goodness, the light of Christ and be forever changed. That God may be glorified. Amen.